0: Macworld Podcast number 308 for June 27th, 2012. Welcome to another Macworld Podcast, I'm Chris Breen. During the recent Worldwide Developers Conference, our own Philip Michaels had the opportunity to rub elbows with a number of Mac and iOS developers, the result of that elbow rubbing is evident in this episode of the podcast in which Phil speaks with Johan Vanans, co-creator of the travel-centric TRVL iPad app. It's a terrific app and one that you want to check out for those times when the travel bug strikes. Before we get to that interview, I have a few words to offer regarding Apple and the changing nature of computing. A few things have occurred lately that have got some people tied up in knots. There's the imminent release of Mountain Lion with its sandboxing and security restrictions, the Retina Display MacBook Pro, which dispenses with such previously common items as a media drive and FireWire and Ethernet ports, and Apple's continued insistence on bringing elements of the iOS to the macOS. Casual Mac users couldn't much care about these changes, either because they're unaware of them or they feel that they just won't impact them but some long-time Mac users, in particular, are drumming their fists in outrage. In our forums, I've seen a fair bit of bluster. The most extreme forums proclaim that such-and-such such user will never accept Apple's bullying and will, instead, dump every hunk of Apple hardware they own and instead pick up a cheap PC and run Linux. Putting aside the, yeah, sure you are, buddy, histrionics, calmer individuals express more reasonable concerns that their computing lives will be more difficult without a disk burner or firewire port, or that they fear the macOS will eventually be as locked down as the iOS, which will restrict their freedom in some way. In regard to hardware changes, we've seen it before. Apple's made a habit of abandoning technologies that it thinks are on their last legs. We saw it with floppy disks, the ADB and serial connectors, and CRTs. Most of the time, and that's certainly the case here, the company attempts to make allowances so that you're not completely out of luck. In the case of a media drive, you can purchase an external USB media drive from Apple or any number of other companies. And as for Firewire and Ethernet, there are, or at least soon will be, adapters for these as well. I agree that it's less convenient to deal with external devices and dongles, but it's only inconvenient. It's not really a deal killer for most people. Where this strategy hasn't worked out particularly well is with Thunderbolt. Fast though it may be, the cables are expensive and there's been anything but an avalanche of Thunderbolt compatible products. Fortunately, Apple seems to be embracing USB 3.0, which is gaining wide traction in the PC world. Hopefully between the two, we won't want for compatible peripherals in the near future. As for the fear that Apple is dumbing down Mac OS, or considering dispensing with a true blue Mac OS altogether in favor of some kind of iOS for larger computing devices, I do think there's some legitimate concern that over time, we'll be less able to muck about with the innards of the operating system than we once were. It seems to me that Apple's long-term plan is to shape the Mac OS so that those moving from an iOS device, which for many will be their first exposure to an Apple product, will feel at home in the Mac OS. They'll understand the gestures and a screen that features applications that can be launched with a single tap on the trackpad and applications that install easily and just work. So, like it or not, we old timers are going to have to accept some changes in the way we compute, just as we did when Apple threw OS 9 overboard and adopted OS 10. At the same time, I also believe that Apple wants to create an experience that those who work at Apple can enjoy and benefit from. And an entirely iOS-ified macOS ain't that. Creative and IT professionals, as well as database geeks and tinkerers, need advanced tools. And I think Apple gets that. I think the company takes pride in creating tools for people who create. I just don't see how the company that exudes cool abandons the coolest people using their gear. But there will be casualties along the way. Apple's not afraid to challenge tradition. The company certainly did it with Final Cut Pro 10, and took a lot of heat for it in the form of some video pros who switched platforms rather than wait to see what Final Cut Pro turned into. In the meantime, others waited, and after the application became fuller-featured and addressed some compatibility concerns, a fair chunk of pros stuck around and found that while editing in the new Final Cut Pro was different, that difference wasn't the impediment to getting their work done that they originally feared it would be. And so I think we take a lesson here. When Apple makes changes to hardware and software, there's a strong temptation to give in to our worst fears, that big brother Apple wants to control our data, that it's dumbing down the computing experience so that it can be enjoyed only by newbies, that they've ensnared us in some diabolical scheme that keeps us tied to the platform until the end of our days. But take a breath. Look back through the last couple of decades of change, some slow, some not so, and consider the benefits Apple has brought to your technological life. Are you really looking at some evil overlord bent on crushing your creative spirit? Or, perhaps, simply a group of people who have an emphatic vision of where they think the future of computing lies, and who aren't afraid to push that future on their customers. If it's the former, your choice is simple. Leave. But if you do, there's a chance you won't find out if Apple was right. Again. and now TRVL
1: we have a lot of um interesting apps on the app store um in those 650,000 apps that are out there uh one of the uh, more interesting ones that we've we've seen lately is an app called TRVL it's a uh iPad only uh magazine uh, uh it's been on the on the App Store for about two years now, and I'm I'm here with one of the co-founders, Johim Vanans.
2: Yes, hi. Good morning.
1: Good morning to you. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, and uh, it's been a, a big week for you. We're we're recording this during Worldwide Developer uh, Conference week, and um, you were one of the apps mentioned during the uh, during the keynote on Monday.
2: Yep, uh, that's true. That was, uh, that was amazing.
1: Sure. I, you know, 650,000 apps, as we were talking about beforehand. And I, I think you were one of 10 that were specifically called
2: out. And now you want to know why. Yes. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think our listeners would like to know about this, this app that possibly they haven't heard of and that, um, from what I've seen, they really should.
2: Well, what I think happened is that when iPad came out, we all thought it would be a great platform for iPad for, for magazine publishing. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, 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 it had a great promise. Uh, now we're like two years down the line, and you see all, all these conventional publishers are not getting it right. And we're, I think, basically d- maybe the only or one of the only examples of a magazine that's really fulfilling this promise, where we have uh, great traction, uh, five star rating, readership in 193 countries, and uh, people spending up to, or on average, almost 30 minutes inside our inside our app
1: let's let's pull back for a moment and tell sure. people what uh what they can expect to see content wise when they when they download the app uh what what uh what is the focus of trvl
2: yeah i'd love to talk about that sure. um like to show it as well which is uh, maybe a little bit uh well harder. we can
1: include some uh, screenshots in with the show notes to this podcast okay that, that'll, that'll be great that'll be great
2: um we we we're a travel magazine uh, we focus on single destinations instead of, like, packaging content like uh, conventional uh, magazines are doing. Uh, we want to create an experience for our readers where uh, we basically see TRVL as, a, like, a fellow traveler uh, being um, very well informed about certain places, very uh, experienced traveler, and he uh, or she visits a certain destination and then starts talking about it to our readers, uh, including... Obviously, on iPad, it's very important, including great visuals, great photos, mm-hmm. uh, some videos as well. Uh, we keep it rather simple, which means that you don't get distracted from the experience, you know, this, the, the thing that it's really all about.
1: And and that's in terms of the navigation and uh, just the layout of the, the publication on the app. Yeah, iPad.
2: absolutely. Um, it, it's a really straightforward app, um, um, but it's partly because of some restrictions that we're having with our current publishing software, but it's also our philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think whatever happens in the future, we want to c- keep that simplicity.
1: About how frequently do you publish an issue?
2: Uh, we publish weekly. Weekly. Wow. So we have about 60 magazines uh, in our store at the moment, mm-hmm. all, uh, all relevant so that we don't have back issues. We make sure our content is timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, um, which means that the 60 issues are all there uh, to download, and uh, it's a free app.
1: Mm-hmm. And how big is a typical issue?
2: Um, okay. Well, it depends on how you uh, what measure you take. But say uh, pages-wise, it's about 50, 60 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you read the stuff that we publish and uh, see some of the videos, you'll spend about 30 minutes inside.
1: Right. So you mentioned it's a free... Uh free download. Uh, yes. to talk a little bit about that approach and, and why you went with that. And um, and I believe there's also a subscription option for... Uh, yeah, that's a funny for, story. But let's okay. first
2: talk about why it's free. Sure, sure. Um, there's a basically the philosophy of sharing that we like very much, which is what travelers do. Then there's a, another reason, uh, which is we've had a paid magazine for for about a week, and we saw that there was a conversion, one in 20, which means we get... Out of 20 readers, we get $1.99, and we think we can, in the end, have more turnover. We can make more turnover with those 20 readers. So losing 19 readers, we thought, would be very expensive. Um, and another reason is that we know that digital publishing is much cheaper than print publishing, and we wanted to, to, uh, uh, to basically give our readers this, these benefits, these cost-benefits. Instead of uh asking money for the for the magazine. So you see a lot of conventional magazines doing it really wrong in mm-hmm. our opinion, by asking four or five dollars for for basically what you what you what you see is like basically a, a PDF. Right, enriched. a
1: copy of what you would get on the newsstand yeah.
2: physically. So so I think readers see how they are 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 cheated out of their money and it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But there is a subscription model for readers who want to. Yes,
2: okay, yeah, the subscription model. It's a funny story because uh, uh, we wanted to get on newsstand. In order to get a newsstand, you need a, a, a subscription model, either mm-hmm. paid or free. Uh-huh. Um, our software doesn't support free subscriptions, so now we have a paid subscription for uh, an app that's totally free.
1: And this is the newsstand feature in, in
2: iOS? Yes, absolutely, okay. and the only reason we did it, because we wanted to get on Newsstand. Uh, first two months when people uh, started subscribing, but not uh, we we've donated all the money to uh, charity. Oh, that's to great! Make, yeah, to make sure to actually make a point also that we we are a free magazine and we don't want, we don't want your money. <laughs> we'll get it elsewhere.
1: So y- you you talked a little bit about this in talking about the 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 the, the pricing or lack of pricing setup that you have uh, with conventional publishers, uh, and you 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 feel. Uh, you suggested at the beginning of our interview that uh, conventional publishers are not quite getting publishing on the iPad correctly. What what are some of the mistakes that you see uh, conventional publishers making and uh, how do you avoid those with uh, TRVL?
2: Yeah, well, uh, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Let's say for the last two years, this Mm -hmm. has been on my mind. Why do conventional publishers not get it right? I've now come to the conclusion is because they don't want to get it right. They are really so tied up in print and they basically see iPad as another internet. It's like a pain in the butt. Uh, so I think they've not really tried. Some of them tried a little bit, but they've all used software solutions that were based on print. Mm-hmm. And so I think as, as as long as they keep doing that, they will, will not be successful.
1: So it's sort of a byproduct of them being legacy, publications, set in their ways. Absolutely. This is how we've always done this.
2: It's like the easy way out. You've got content and there's a certain way of, producing a magazine and at the end of that you just push another button and then it goes to iPad. So you can keep using the same content and the same uh, mostly Adobe uh, software uh, but on iPad you don't need Adobe. Mm-hmm.
1: Where did the idea for uh, TRVL come from? What, uh, let's flash back uh, yeah, two sure. years when That's you're trying fine. to, uh, yeah. when you're thinking up this, 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 this great idea.
2: Uh, I met uh, a great, great guy on the party Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now co-founder Michel Eilings. and we sat down and talked. And my background is: I'm a, uh, on the one hand, I've got an MBA in business. On the other hand, I started early uh, uh, as a, uh, like producing my own magazines, or not magazines, sorry, uh, articles. So photos, text, uh, translate those in English, and then send it, sell it to countries worldwide. Later, I created a company around it. Uh, so for me publishing a magazine on iPad is basically something I've done already uh it's just i i almost like sell it to my own magazine now uh michelle's background is um all things apple
1: mm-hmm. and, and given your your background with with publishing uh what does the iPad mean uh what is it meant for for being able to do things digitally how has it uh uh, uh uh sort of changed the perspective what uh are, are there any conventions that are uh, obviously different from from print publishing? But uh, uh, how do you take that into a fe- uh, account when you're when you're putting together TRVL?
2: I think uh, uh, iPad is uh, a way to to um, create a magazine experience, mm-hmm. and I think at the end, the only thing that will remain of what we now call a magazine is the experience. The experience is what you have when you like curl up, which is uh, what iPad does. Curl up on the couch uh, at some point during the day, and you take something, and you just kind of are completely sucked into that. And you, and and you, and you, I always say you've got a right and left uh, uh, part of your brain. And here, your left part of your brain is like slowly, uh, slowly uh, uh, less active. Uh, This is where all your unpaid bills are and, uh, and worries. And then the other part of your brain. It's where your fantasies and your hopes and your dreams and your emotions are is is being activated. So this is what a magazine is to us. Uh, on iPad, I think everything will be different, apart from that.
1: Talk about how uh, TRVL has changed uh, in the two years you've been publishing it. I understand there was a, a redesign in uh, 2011.
2: Yeah, we've we've learned a few lessons. Uh huh. What what um, what have been some of those lessons? Well, we started, um, and I think that's still in our DNA. We just uh, we just chip. Uh, we don't. We try, and then we see what what's happening, and we adapt c- quite quickly. Uh, to be honest, the basic uh, editorial uh, profile of uh, TRVl hasn't changed. TRVl hasn't changed, and also, you know, the f- the, f- the feeling that there's lots of people out there, and they are all part of the univers- universal travel spirit. That's basically what we. That's bas- basically our reader uh, group, and I think it, it it's almost everybody if you uh, if you come to think of it everybody kind of understands how it feels to go traveling and, and you know be, be very uh, curious about other other cultures and other people and you know you lo- you love to have this chance meetings uh, and not to have your travel f- fixed from beginning t- till the end so this is our target group and that hasn't changed what has changed is or is about to change is we've we've been working with software that doesn't do what we want to do in a way, we don't like our magazine. This is, is, is silly to say because we have we're very successful, but um, and our readers don't mind us being the way we are. But we see a magazine publishing on iPad as as content in relationship to a user interface, uh, which is a software, and uh, it involves technique integration with native apps, uh, the internet, social media, and all those things. So we now have something that can't do most of the things that we want our software to do so we've been uh working on our own publishing software which we uh will launch uh, somewhere late summer okay
1: is that going to be uh is that going to remain an in-house publishing platform or are there hope okay so no hopes and dreams of uh of maybe offering it to other uh, digital publishers down the road
2: um not not for now
1: okay yes all right um What's been your favorite issue of uh, TRVL? Ah. The people listening to this podcast, if they had to go download one issue, and they should download many, but if they just had to pick one, where would you point them to? to... Well,
2: we've got an Mm -hmm. editor-in-chief from Northern Ireland. He's an amazing guy. He's been living everywhere. He's been traveling everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, We found him because he basically sent us an email saying, "Um, I I think, you know, I love your magazine. I really understand what you're doing. Uh, But maybe some things can be improved. He was very modest uh, about that. So I invited him over and uh, now he's our editor-in-chief. He's mm-hmm. a fantastic guy. And he, um, uh, he did a story on Amsterdam. Now, I'm, we're from the Netherlands, mm-hmm. um, even though the magazine is in English, ov- obviously. And I've always thought I wanted to have a writer. If we do Amsterdam, it should be a Dutch guy who's writing it or somebody who lives there. Because, you know, foreigners writing about Amsterdam, uh, they don't get it. Is what I think. Sure. So he wrote something on Amsterdam, and I think it's his best piece ever. I really totally love the way he described it, and I think he really got it right. So I think if if somebody starts reading, uh, maybe that's maybe that's the first. That's a good later. place to start. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, besides the editor in chief uh, and and the two founders, uh, how how big is the staff for TRVL? Is that uh, we're eight at the moment. Oh, eight people. Yes. Wow.
2: We've got an advertising uh, director. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually just sold our first advertisement to a big, very nice uh, love brand is what I call it mm-hmm. like somebody a brand that really everybody likes and they 're going to do a global campaign with us can't unfortunately can 't tell you uh, who it is sure uh, we 've got an editor in chief uh, we 've got uh, two developers, basically a group of four mm-hmm. that are working on a new software um, and who am I missing? Is that eight?
1: Yeah, that I think so. Let's yes. see. the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eight. yeah. <laughs> uh, quickly, a uh, uh, diverging on the advertising. That's been one I, I one of the challenges I think for conventional publishers with with putting out a a a, a, a digital publication. You either have the the static ad, or some people try mm-hmm. and uh, uh, make it interactive and to varying. Effects. How are you uh, tackling the advertising issue with your uh, with your publication?
2: Well, we first started really building traction mm-hmm. and building a brand as well. Uh, it was very early to start selling advertisement for a magazine nobody sure. knows. Sure, a platform nobody knows. So uh, uh, Charlie uh, Parker, our advertising director, he used to work for a project of uh, Richard Branson. He sold advertisements for that, so he knew he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He started working for us uh, three months ago, and we've, um, uh, and he's, he's really very much uh, online with what we want. We don't want advertising to be disruptive uh, or irritating. We really want it to be part of the experience so that it should actually add something, and our readers are kind of maybe at some point even liking what they're seeing, and then if there's no advertisements, they you know they're like kind of missing it. So, advertising can sponsor, uh, bring a certain functionality, certain information. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should all be brands that our readers like, that they are like, should be an airline or a camera brand or.
1: Uh, Fitting in with the travel. Fit, fit
2: in with the experience and mm-hmm. then uh, be popular with our readers. Um, but it's a bit, it's, a, it's hard work, to be honest, to sell advertising sure. for iPad because if I say I have half a million readers, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna. F- Check if that's really true. Right. Um, uh, another thing is that if you if you go do advertising on television, everybody knows what it costs, or in print, but no, there is no prices yet for iPad advertisement. Um, so that's a bit difficult. If we ask for a certain amount of money for a certain placement. Uh, you might uh, s- talk to somebody who's 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 used to doing mobile advertisement and uh, only only interested in ten million readers, uh, where obviously iPad advertisement brings so much more than mobile but that's something that we then need to explain so you're almost like uh, defending yourself for something mm-hmm. it is a bit hard yes okay
1: where do you see the t- things going with TRVL uh in the in the coming months and even looking beyond that and for the next year or so
2: um yes that's an interesting one mm-hmm. uh, there's a, quite a lot of different scenarios uh, i'll I'll tell you what we know for a fact is sure. that we have our uh, magazine publishing software uh, ready in a couple of say months um, that will make a huge change is what we think uh, in because I think you 'll see what a magazine publishing can be like in combination with a business model like like the one that we have uh, where being free is an example and s- producing single articles is another example, and basically creating a library of content. In, in, instead of just points in time where new magazines appear, uh, so I think uh, after we've done that, there's there's probably going to happen quite a number of things that are are changing magazine publishing, uh, and TDR is going to be part of that that whole movement.
1: Great, great. Well, we encourage our listeners on the uh, Mackerel podcast to head over to the App Store now and. Download some issues and and check it out. Um, Johan, thank you very much for for joining us today.
2: Thank you for your invitation.
0: And that wraps up this edition of the Mackerel Podcast. I'd like to thank Philip Michaels, Johan Vanans, and of course, you for listening. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to drop us a line at podcast at com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 415-967-3622. This is Chris Breen reminding you that you can find more Apple, Mac OS, iOS, and technology news, views, and information at Macworld.com. Thanks very much for listening. See you around.